everyone, and welcome to the SoCal Summer Swing Out Podcast. I am your host, Andre. I am joined by two very wonderful people today. Please welcome Demetrio and Taylor. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. Hello. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know Demetrio, he's been dancing for a while, but I don't want to ruin the surprise. I think we'll start with just doing some introductions. So Demetrio, tell us who you are. All right. Hey, Andre. Uh, it's so lovely to, to be spending this time with you in this evening, chatting about different things. And uh, I guess I just uh, got to give a few information about myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Dimitrio. My, my um, origin is from Greece, but I've been living in California for about a, a year and a half. I have visited Los Angeles a few times for uh, music and dancing and uh, fell in love with uh, both of them pretty instantly. Mm. I have, I'm a musician originally, and I moved to America uh, in 2018 for studies mm. uh, in Boston. And um, I went to a very good school there. It's called Berkeley College of Music. And uh, after my time finishing there, I slowly worked my way out to California to pursue a career as a musician and artist. Mm. The love for dance, though, and and the community has made it very, very easy for me to to find a place here and continue dancing and growing both as a musician and a dancer. I do have to say, for those listening, um, Demetrio is playing it very, very cool, but he is a phenomenal musician. And hearing <laughs> him live, <laughs> dude, you were so nice when we were doing that show in downtown LA and you played my favorite song. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a little personal shout out. I yeah. know. I was like, oh, my heart. <laughs> well, I, I, I turn around and I... I saw Andre and I was so surprised. So we were actually recording the show. So within the recording, you can hear Andre. You can actually hear me being like, oh my God, Andre's here. Everybody give it up for Andre. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And like that, that that song, that song, Dances in the Night, like that's my favorite. I listen to it so much. I probably gave you so many listens on your Spotify because I, I listened a bunch. <laughs> I know but, it, it really yeah. Of course. So you were saying you 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 also do music, but you also dance, right? Yes. So I started, you know, about um like winter 2015. I very, very much remember exactly when I started. So it's it's a little over seven years right now. Mm. And um I have started locally in Greece and I was mm. fortunate enough to to get good um early and quickly by by having great teachers and dancing constantly and started traveling pretty pretty regularly before mm-hmm. I moved to America for my studies so right before I moved out of of Europe I had a great opportunity to be able to start teaching and start you know traveling around in very big events in Europe that um, offered such opportunities as that. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I built a very beautiful network of people from the dance community and music community in Europe 
that I pretty much um, kind of uh, left back in a little bit while mm. moving to America. But, uh, you know, friends are like the stars. Uh-huh. You don't see them, but, you know, they're always there. So I'm just very fortunate to have that that background in Europe before moving to to America. And now I feel I'm, I'm just getting the best of both worlds having all this great dancing in America, still all this background in Europe. And that puts things really into perspective for me. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I imagine that's gotta be a huge, a huge difference, but also a welcome difference from Europe to the States. And LA, man, you, you, when I think LA, I think you embody LA, like the good parts of LA. You feel me, brother? Like, <laughs> because I, I mean, you agree, right, Taylor? Because yeah, yeah, absolutely. He embodies it 150%. Speaking of which, we have Taylor here too. Taylor, tell us a little bit about you. Yes, hi. Um, I, my name's Taylor. Um, I'm this man's wife. Okay. Um, and I guess in the world, if we're thinking about what we do in the world, I'm a model I'm an, and I'm a producer mm. uh, and I also dance. Um, I've been dancing my whole life um, pretty rigorously. I've never, and I never partner danced until I met him um, and he brought me out. Um, and I've been looking for dance as an adult as many, many people who danced growing up they come into adulthood and and they're trying to figure out how it can still fit mm. and be a world that has community in it mm-hmm. um, so when he brought me and I started dancing I had no idea what I was doing but I did see that there was such an opportunity for me in getting to have dance be a part of my life again yeah in a, in a regular basis and have a bit of a community around that um and luckily having a dance background, there was things I was still familiar with, but um, yeah, I've been a dancer in LA, um, fortunate enough to travel a little bit around the States. It is a mm-hmm. dream of mine to go over to Europe and do a, do a dance event in Europe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, social dancing all the way. That's how I learned how to dance. Uh-huh. Uh, I've taken like two, maybe two classes. Um, oh, yeah. I've just learned through social dancing and um, a whole lot of it. <laughs> wow. Wait. So you got that good in that short amount of time just by social dancing. Thank you. Yes. Thank and you. luckily, luckily, I was able to have people that, you know, I would dance with. And for a while, I mean, I always joked around with them that I was, I was like, I'm so annoying at this point because I would dance with people and then be like, Hey, what can I improve? Like what, what, how can I do better? How can I improve? How can my connection improve? What, you know, all of these things and was fortunate enough to have people willing to help me out in that way and Mm -hmm. show me things. And um, yeah, but we went to, I think my first event was, camp hollywood and i don't know if i had taken a class before that that's right um and just going to these events like social dancing was like every time because it was such a short amount of time every time i would do it i would feel myself improve and then i would go to these dance events and it was like a burst of 
of improvement and then mm -hmm. back back at it um but yeah I I took a couple classes to like and I wouldn't tell him like Demetrio what I was doing mm -hmm. um, I was like I have something on Monday night um that's it I was like I'm out of the house you, you don't know it until after I took like two classes and finally I was I was like I took a couple swing classes uh -huh. <laughs> That's so sweet. Well, impress me. <laughs> I wanted to have him like just see me improve and not necessarily be like, I'm gonna go take classes for you. Cause it really like I know sometimes people get brought into the scene and it's <laughs> and it's um something they're like a side piece to the person yeah. who taught them. They're just yeah. they're they're their accompaniment. Mm -hmm. That's a word. Um and I really didn't want that. Mm. I wanted to be there for myself. Yes. Um, and it, it, it did take a while for me to maybe rec recognize that and for other people to recognize that I'm here because mm -hmm. I want to be here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really. Well, she's also very humble saying that she has been dancing for this little, I think people get so surprised every time they hear something like that and mm -hmm. they can't really, really believe it. But, uh, I think it really shows in the dance background that she had the the level of improvement and dancing with yeah. with, with good leads because I, I yeah. would like tell the things but it's not that I would you know teach with the ways that I, that I teach I would just like grab her and, and dance you know like mm -hmm. usually I'm, I'm like way more patient and like everybody has like their own needs but we would just like kind of jump on it and I remember first time dancing with me she wouldn't even like know the steps like, I had you no, know, idea. no idea of right hold on hold on hold on it took so long for me to understand what was happening while dancing with Demetrio. Like yeah. I, there would be some leads where I was, they, I guess maybe they were going a little easy on me for a little bit. And he was like, let's throw you in the deep end. Like I'm not, uh. <laughs> I'm not going to dance with you and, and, you know, do some basic stuff. Like I'm going to dance with you and I'm going to dance with you. Yeah. And it, it took so long. I remember I would talk to people all the time. Like, how do you understand what's happening when you dance with him? Like <laughs> the bottom half of me is like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is very much like you because Demetrio has a very specific and unique connection, yeah. right? And the way he moves is very, 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 very specific in my mind. Um, I didn't yeah. tell you this, Demetrio, but uh, Blake and I, we were watching you and I was like, he moves so smoothly and effortlessly, but he does so much with his words or what he says, mm. you know? And it's very That's subtle. That's very mm. flattering. Thank you. But of course, when, I mean, when, when did that happen? Uh, I was like several months ago when we were at Lindy Goob and I was just watching you. I was like, damn, which like I was thinking because Taylor, I had danced with you relatively recently. Right. Yeah. And, I and I remember I was like, holy shit. <laughs> you you were you were going ham. I was like, let's fucking go, Taylor. Let's go. And, I, and now 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 that you tell me that you've been dancing your entire your for like a long time it makes sense why you caught on so quickly, you know? Yeah. 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 I know yeah. We, we, you, I don't think you were there that I don't think he was there that day, but yeah, we got mm. to dance. That was, that was, uh, as maybe the kids call it like lit. Do people still say that? <laughs> yeah. That was totally tubular. <laughs> the use of uh, the terms of the use. Yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty lit. I do remember. And to your point, you were talking about like, uh, showing up as yourself and not as someone accompanying someone else right yeah yeah yeah. i remember 
because one day I came up to you and I just said, I'm happy to see you, you here. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mention Demetria at all. I was like, I'm happy you're here. You know, we try. Alone. Yeah. And I would encourage us sometimes, you know, being so busy now with recordings and final mm-hmm. albums and projects, there's times that I would just not really feel like driving down to Orange County from, from Hollywood. Yeah. Just have much work. And I was like, baby, you should still go and yeah. enjoy yourself. And I think a lot of people saw that as well, that she's not just coming because of me and just kind of hanging in there. And mm-hmm. yeah, she started like developing like friendships uh, with people that, that I wouldn't even know. They're like, oh, Taylor, nice to see you. And I'm like, wait a minute, who's that person? You know? So I th- I thought that was a nice uh, switch of dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, it, I think it took a second, um, of course, as anything does. And then after a while, when when I was, you know, you would be away and I, I would come because I, I want to be there. Um, people, and even myself, like started to realize, oh, okay, you know, you are your own person in this community. Mm-hmm. Which is- Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think, would you, would you agree that Demetrio is a very popular person, Taylor? <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> I would agree very much so. Uh-huh. I would agree very much so. I think it's taken a while to find, even though he is such a popular person and knows so many people. I don't want to mm-hmm. be overly general when I say everyone, but it mm. might be closer to everybody <laughs> than <laughs> than so many people. Um, and in LA, it, it had in like SoCal, uh, it has taken a little bit to find. I think you're his plays here, even mm. though he knows so many people and is so popular. Yeah. Um, but I also am fortunate enough to have been entered into the community with somebody who knows so many people and was able mm. to introduce me to so many people. Yeah. But yeah, you are so popular. I'll be sometimes I, I don't go to every event and he go like that he goes to, and I'll be on the phone with him at events um you know every once in a while when he has like a little opportunity to speak and it's basically us talking in between him being like oh hey dude hey yeah what's up <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah i'll catch you later oh my gosh our dance was amazing and just like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in little increments of oh, okay that's that's so great i'm so glad you did that to me or like you know whatever mm-hmm. like just whatever we are talking about it's sandwiched in between yeah social interaction i mean you demetria you know you know it's true you are very very social and you do know a lot of people not not only because you're an amazing dancer and a cool person but also because all of us follow your music incessantly right and like (laughs) yes i i think this definitely has added to it Mm. This is a very this is a very supportive community where even now regularly started playing um concerts of my own original music where it's not necessarily for the sake of dancing but people mm-hmm. are not gonna come here because I'm a jazz swing musician mm-hmm. the majority of the people that are gonna show up and support are going to be dancers and um not that I'm completely experienced on platforms and how these things work there was a huge growth uh for me at the turn of the year with lindy focus and around that time where you know spotify and other platforms kind of grew like they almost exploded like we we Mm. had like 
seven to eight thousand more listeners a day Mm. for a couple of weeks that we couldn't understand where is that coming from you know and had like listeners in like australia and like korea and so and i couldn't understand how you know but i think it's through common people and people traveling where we had a lot of people from asia visiting for camp hollywood and for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i think a lot of magic was done there and i feel that even outside the u.s and the la community the people are so supportive and i've seen mm-hmm. it through you know jazz musicians who are like kind of specified and they're kind of like uh, specifically working on swing albums and jazz tunes and DJs play them and dancers support them and buying the music through Bandcamp or whatever. So I I have constantly felt that need, that that um that idea of supporting the community. That doesn't mm. have to do with um that doesn't have to do with fake purposes, so to speak. Like it's not that like I'm better, so you're not, or that idea of of trying to push people down. Like I feel the community is based on that thing where you know. We're we're all friends, and then we're at the competition yeah. together. Yeah, so competing all together, and it doesn't feel like oh, it's me against you. It's just yeah, like you're happy for your friends, and you're happy to be there, and that brings the circle even even closer. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. every everybody within that circle is is a good dancer, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily the prerequisite. Where like I'm hanging out with Andre because he's a good dancer. Mm-hmm. He's a cool person and a good friend that happens to be good at swing dancing, you know? So this is kind of where my concern happened. Like, not concern, but more of, like, the whole, like, idea of, like, clicky stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. people kind of, the whole lateral thing of perceiving you as being a, a good dancer and primarily mm-hmm. that and what they have to gain out of yeah with you being a good dancer where some of my restraints start to take place but um we can elaborate that uh, uh yeah no we'll talk about that later on yeah, it's on, we'll elaborate on that a little bit later you know yeah 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 no 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 i i fully i fully agree with you there i feel like the community is very supportive and i'll never forget when uh you played live for stephanie kwan myself and um Bethany and sarah at lindy focus so for those who don't know um on my Instagram, I have this video of us, of Stephanie Kwan, one of my dance partners and I, just social dancing inside of where Lindy Focus was, but it was all gone. Everyone had left and it was just us. And I feel like we got the last dance, the best dance at Lindy Focus at the end because you were playing, what was it? You were playing Sunny Side of the Street, right? Sunny Side of the Street, yeah. Yeah. And that was, man, just having you play piano, like listening to you live, if no one here who's listening has never heard Demetrio live or heard his music, like his stuff is going to be linked in the stuff below, but you definitely should, 100% should. Now, that that being said, um, I did want to I did want to ask a bit more about your dancing though, because you said you started in 2015, Demetrio. Yes, yes. So it's uh, it's a little bit of a crazy thing how you know sometimes life aligns and um something uh reveals itself to you and that's kind of how dancing was for me i was kind of in the rock and heavier music mm-hmm. and uh i got out of a, of a long partnership with a band that i had and uh 
uh, an op opportunity to kind of, you know, remain friends with, you know, my 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 ex at the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, she kind of did this initiative and said, hey, we should, you know, go, we should go like dancing. There's this thing that I started and it's it's a wonderful thing and I think you should join. And I just have this very vivid, vivid, raw image of entering um um I want to say a refugee camp, but it's, it wasn't a refugee camp. It, it was more of a organization, a building. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you like remember, but like back uh, at that time, we had like a lot of like refugees coming mm -hmm. to Greece from, mm -hmm. you know, from these countries, like, you know, through Turkey and just kind of working their way to Greece. And uh, that center of, so to speak, was offering, um, it was offering all sorts of activities like karate, in languages and pottery, culinary arts, drawing, and the Tuesdays with dancing. So mm. she's like, we should go on Tuesday. And I just have this extremely vivid image of entering there, like in a room super packed with people, fog from you know the 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 heat of the of the dancing. The floor mm. was so bad, it was like worn out with like nails mm. on the wood, nobody minded. People were like still smoking or whatever inside. So I just yeah. have the image of going in and I see this girl in the air, like, you know, doing like a like a frog step or something, and then like uh -huh. her leg open and everybody dancing. And I think it was sing, sing, sing or something. So So I just thought, what the heck is that? You know, what is what is this thing? And I just got got hooked immediately. But mm. the funny part is like how life aligns everything. The, transition from rock to slowly finding a real a little real book of jazz standards mm. and kind of picking up again the the classical piano and transitioning out of the classical piano and start learning these tunes figuring out mm. these chords and then you go on tuesday and you listen to that tune from benny goodman or artie shaw or whatever and you're like oh so this is how it sounds with the big band then you take the swing you put it on the piano so for me it was a very progressional evolution of one thing with the dancing bettering the music then my perception was getting better i was getting mm -hmm. a dancer so i never learned these things separately the musicality yeah. or like the, I, I guess that's that's you know the blessing and gratitude that i i that i feel i was able to 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 have being introduced in that because i was yeah. not a, i was not like taylor i was never a dancer mm. i was always a musician right it was the only dance, the only movement I ever found that made me want to to do such thing as that. And it was that music. So I'm primarily dancing for the music. It's a form of expression. You know, the same way you put it in your fingers, put it in your body. Uh. You dance to that music because you love that music. So I'm very musically driven. Like I'm not going to go clubbing or I'm not going to just because I'm it's not it's not the dancer in me, it's the musician in me that yeah off of that. And that's why, you know, the dancing is very rhythmical driven from all mm -hmm. the follows that I that I get it. Cause after one point, like, you know, a good follow is a good follow. It's just a matter of how well you connect. Mm -hmm. And thankfully we have such great follows in California that they all always their their feedback or why they love dancing with me always comes to that rhythmical part and the, the way we hear music and we we've heard that a lot from other 
people that I know that are dancers and musicians as well that they mm-hmm. they like a follower will spot that and be and be pointing it out that hey that's why I love dancing with musicians and it kind of stuck with me how follows do perceive that what is that different thing that a, that a musician dancer hears differently you know yeah you're not of a better dancer you're just hearing things and experiencing things differently so yeah. i feel very fortunate to to have gone through that process through the music into the dance oh yeah that explains so much so in essence your connection to swing dancing started and was really powerful we impacted by being a musician and the music right yes correct yeah and on that flip side you taylor your connection to dance was because you had danced a ton right? what was your experience like like going from like not doing partner dancing to like swing dancing with a partner because i imagine that's very different or maybe it's similar to a musician standpoint yeah yeah oh that's an interesting that's an interesting point um yeah i think it where i think where your connection and at the same time i mean i I mean, so many people ask me, I probably because of the way my hair looks, like, are you a musician too? You know, are you a musician? <laughs> no. um, and I'm always like, no, but I'm such a deep appreciator of, of music. So, mm. so, so deep. Um, she and has I'm no grown, option. Well, <laughs> I get to have you um, playing be, all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I grew up in a very musical household. Nobody played mm. But like just deep appreciators of music, always mm-hmm. music on, always around. Um, so I love love jazz music, but really, where he found his connection through music, I found my connection through movement and the expression mm. of it. Similar in the way that you get to use this as an expression. Yes, um, I think that's where our similarities kind of line up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my background would be of dance so the expression through through my my body yeah. uh, and getting to have that translate to something different um and getting to do something different which is was so such honestly such a gift um and to really get to create something with somebody mm-hmm. and many minutes you guys have together um and I think um Dimitro talks about that a lot um just that 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 language you guys get to create together that mo- that experience mm. that moment that that you get to create something mutually um together and that was mind-blowing to me yeah. um dancing by yourself for so long is dancing by yourself and to get to do something from scratch with somebody, you know, it's not yeah. choreographed. It's, you know, when you're social dancing, there's, there's right. elements that are, can be choreographed, but when you're social dancing, it's not choreographed. You don't know what's going to happen. You guys show up together and start from nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, my connection was really in getting to express myself with my, my, my body. And mm. I miss so much, um, that feeling of when you when I was younger, I guess this would be really when I was in school, um, when mm-hmm. I was younger, where you go to dance and you might ha- be so stressed, the tests, the homework, the, all this stuff. And then you go to dance and you forget all about it until you leave. 
Yeah. And that's something I missed a lot was that feeling that everything melts away and you just get mm-hmm. here doing something you love to do. Um, and I saw, I mean, that's, that's exactly what it is, you know, and in little like ailments, it's just all anything physically, mentally in life. And you get to come and shed it all away and, and have it melt away for a little bit and just exist in a, in a, in a world that is, um, that's safe and creative and, and in that way. So, yeah, I think that's a really interesting parallel, like your background with music, my background with dance and how there are some things that meet up in our experience in both of those. But yeah, mine's really movement driven, dance driven. I do have to say when I listen to you both talk, like the common thread I hear is the emotion behind the music and the movement of self-expression, right? Yeah. That, I can, yeah, that I can understand now why you two like each other so much. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I love, I'm one of, also one of my favorite things because, you know, I think watching is just as valuable as dancing Mm, um, mm -hmm. in certain ways. Of course, moving is, is, um, they're both essential, I think. And for um, a while still now, I watch people that I love and they're to enjoy watching their dancing. I I enjoy watching them. And so I watch them and I get a lot from it. Um, And just to sit back and watch just a room full of people, I feel so much joy through their Mm -hmm. joy of expressing. And that's something Mm -hmm. that when I sit back, I really see the expression and the self-expression and um, how infectious that is when I just sit back and watch you experience it and it's like for yourself but when you sit back and watch you get to see however many people whether you're at an event and it's hundreds or you're at a social dance and it's the end of the night and there's four people you know it's yeah. uh, it's the same thing all the way through yeah 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 that that emotion of joy like walking into Linda Groove and seeing everyone just smiling yeah. and dancing like yeah yeah, that those 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 moments I think are beautiful, which is actually funny because that's how I met Demetrio. He came mm-hmm. to Atomic. Um, I think you were either practicing with Grace or something like that, right? It was very I, early. It was very early in my time in LA. Like I think yeah. I moved in, so I still we, mm-hmm. we haven't met with Taylor, and I was still working on getting rides down there it's kind of tricky like i lived even further i lived in the valley so Mm -hmm. it wasn't very easy for me to drive down to atomic yeah 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 and i remember because that actually do you remember that time when (laughs) when i picked you up from the from the train station and then we were driving down and then i ran over something and got a flat tire yeah, yeah, we had to pull. Uh, we had to pull over. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, five, not even five miles from Atomic, but uh, yeah. that's actually the first the night I met Patrick. Oh yeah, because he picked us up. He picked us up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were supposed to have like we were just chatting. Yeah, he was supposed to get dinner and a drink and just have some quality time to you know mm-hmm. get to know each other. Um, because you were living in Long Beach at the time, right? I was, yeah. Uh, yeah 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 it was it was yeah it was it was like because Dimitri you know you and I we connected because you said oh I'm from Greece and I was like oh I'm from Madagascar and that's how we got talking you know 
Because... He probably has never spoke, spoken to a Greek person besides Yona before, and I definitely <laughs> spoken to anybody from Madagascar before, so there was a common thread there. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there is, there is a commonality of you know not being American and living here. There, there is a commonality there. But I, I distinctly remember that because at the time when I met you, you were you were just watching and you were smiling because I think you were watching Kelly Young dance or something like that. And I was like, and that's when I was like, oh, he's cool. He's enjoy he's in the moment. He's enjoying that. And I don't know, I just felt the need to talk to you, you know? No, I very, very, very much uh relate to that, brother. And around that time, I did there was a good month and a half up until Christmas before, you know, life changed a little bit and I started like having other job and um doing more musical stuff where I had been going there regularly on Tuesdays I would just catch a ride with with Grace after yeah. our class and um I we were just on fire with Kelly it was like a, a good chunk of time that mm -hmm. nothing that we didn't miss like the song we just hit everything mm. and we're so surprised every time like how is this working so so perfectly so I have great respect for for my dancing with Kelly and and uh, Grace as well, both of them extremely uh, profound dancers that I very, very much love dancing with. Yeah. So, yeah. 100%. And like to Taylor's point, right? Each song, even though swing dancers, we tend to dance like the same 500 to 1000 songs, right? Each song is different because we're dancing with someone new or someone different. And that connection could be completely different, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like Taylor, you coming into the swing dancing and seeing that dynamic, did you notice like a, a difference in the emotion or like the feeling between different dancers? Like uh, Dimitro feels very different to like me or Patrick, right? Because he has yeah. different connection, right? Yeah, no, abs no, absolutely, absolutely. For a while, it was there was some people it was it was it was more clear and some people who weren't and, and it was really based on that mm -hmm. now with with some experience that I have um in a in a kind of solid foundation um yeah it's a different it's a different language every time you know mm. talking about stuff like that it, it really is and I think as as um leads that you can get that with you know you understand that with follows and that was as a follow with different leads it's really a different a different language with each person that you dance with even the same person you dance with just different a different song you know there's mm -hmm. different things that you that um musically and and just feelings wise that you get from different from different songs um, yeah but I I experienced that completely um and I experienced that in myself as well um with just you know different different leads and how I might respond to them and and um so on and so forth but yeah I mean luckily like you guys have a lot of of wonderful follows down in SoCal uh follows have a lot of wonderful leads so it's pretty it's I, I love that it's it's pretty even um and there's a really nice chunk of 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 just great dancers yeah yeah I definitely want to dive into what you mentioned there Taylor about like the community and the dancers down in SoCal and LA and whatnot, because one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to talk about community and community building. And mm. 
I we won't go into details, but I remember that one party that you and I were at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In LA and how much fun that was. And I remember I remember at that point we'd only hung out a little bit, right? And that yeah. that that night I was like, it was cool as fucking shit. I remember texting Demetrio being like, dude, your wife is amazing. <laughs> really? <You're> so <laughs> lucky. <laughs> I think I think Andre I think Andre mentioned that at Lindy Focus like a little over yeah. ten times. Oh my and gosh. I, I, I love that. I have I love to that. I have to share this moment. I know it's not a question related one, but um, it was it was kind of a crazy thing with the airlines. For those who remember, around Christmas times, so it was very hard to get out there. And uh, Lindy Focus is in North Carolina, so you have to either fly to Charlotte or Asheville, and so it's it's a pickle to get out there, but. Taylor was unable to to make it with all the the prices and the, the things of the the tickets and I was working at the festival but Andrew was there and the New Year's Eve where everybody's like having their champagne and kissing I just remember just grabbing a bunch of champagne drinking all of it I was <laughs> pretty drunk but then Jonathan Stout they play Stardust this is always kind of like the first song that they do of the year mm -hmm. and we were right next to each other, and I think it was us, Andrea and uh, Jay, mm -hmm. and um, and Andre kind of kind of grabbed me, and you know he put my head in his in his shoulder. And he's like, "I know your beautiful wife is not here, but I I am here for you. I love your brother," and mm -hmm. I I I gave him a kiss at, <laughs> at the top of his head, like somewhere on the side. I I don't remember. <laughs> But it was a clean haircut. It was a very clean kiss. <laughs> but I, it was, it was just a moment. It was just one of these moments where you have instant chills and you, you feel like you want to cry. And it's, it's an emotion that you cannot really describe, but it, it brings a grounding feeling of how, how important it is to have people around you in your life who care for you love you and and i consider you one of these people brother so i i just acknowledge that at at that time and it was such a beautiful moment for me mm. such Dude, a beautiful moment. yeah i i have like i have like chills thinking about it because like <laughs> you know he missed you you know he told me he missed you and like we 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 miss you too everyone from socal you know i told him i was like oh man where's taylor and it was unfortunate that you couldn't make it but i i remember the feeling of like having your person and you having like one of those moments like New Year's Eve and that person not being close by, right? And so I wanted to make sure that he knew as a fellow dancer and a friend, I wanted to let him know that he was he was cared for and I knew where he was coming from, which actually is a perfect example of like the type of community that yeah. dancers have. So yeah. I was curious uh, to hear from Taylor first, then maybe Demetrio, about like your views on the dance community. You, Taylor, coming at it completely fresh, completely brand new, and like the things that really stood out to you that were really wonderful. And we'll talk about the other stuff later. But yeah, curious about your experience there. Um, well, yes, I, for that, I think that's actually a beautiful transition um, <laughs> because that is so important and so needed and especially in something that is community-based to get to have people around you that support you is mm -hmm. um is really important um 
but some of the things that have been wonderful about the community um and like i kind of mentioned before i got i was lucky enough and i very much recognize the the privilege that i had to be brought in by somebody that knew so many people there's mm. not a lot of people don't have that privilege mm -hmm. um, and i i do recognize that 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 is a privilege uh, that i i had and i'm very grateful for um but um I got to come in and 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 meet a lot of people pretty instantly. My first, just perhaps my first time going social dancing was Atomic New Year's 2021 turning to 2022. And if anybody was there, or if anybody saw any videos from that night, it was booming. I mean, like, I think almost everybody, whoever was at Lindy Focus came home. Like, it was just every dancer in SoCal in the room, practically. Um, yeah. And so that was, I just, it was like a meet everybody all in one night type of situation. And yeah. there were people that, you know, wonderful dancers um, that met me and, 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 you know, we, you know, there was an openness there and asked me to dance. And I, I mean, I, for so long, it took me so long to be like, stop saying, sorry. Like, oh God, sorry, you have to dance with me. But, but to, to have that is, is a privilege. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I would, go dancing after that. And I wasn't really improving for a little bit, maybe small, um, but they would still ask me to dance mm -hmm. and still say hello to me. And it's it's really lovely to come into a, a room and to have people say, hey, and hi, and, you know, and with their energy, be like, you are, you know, you're welcome here. And how have you been? And let's catch up and let's dance. And, and I think that's some of the wonderful, wonderful parts about it, uh, as well as getting to to travel because this community is worldwide yes. and having people, you know, in other places in the world. And if not getting to experience new communities and in my experience, a lot of the places we've traveled to, they've opened, they've welcomed us with the most open arms imaginable. Um, and that's been something that's just stood out as so wonderful. Um, yeah. Going somewhere you've never been before and to be so loved is 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 something really special. I don't think you get that in a lot of a lot of places. Yeah, no, I I feel you on that, Demetrio. You probably feel the same way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for for me, it's just a little bit more magnified, just primarily because I've been dancing longer and I've I've been around more places, both in Europe and and here in the US. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel it's it's pretty it's pretty crucial who are you getting introduced by or you know what we call like the group of people that you are like attending the festival. So when I when I moved to America, I was in the Boston scene, and uh, my dance partner at the time was Marta, which mm. was from Spain. So she she actually you know opened her house for me. And moving out to America, it's not like moving out to LA. And figuring out stuff i'm moving to america like i've never been to america and i said food i have nowhere to sleep like mm. it's that basic you know so mm. for a person to not even know you and through friends from europe open their house and help me you know get on my feet and uh you know until i get a job and start the college and all that kind of stuff this is this is stuff that kind of stay stay with you in the the purest form of gratitude yeah. possible yeah. But through that scene, starting to teach there and getting to 
to know the local people and then starting doing East Coast events. Mm. And the first Lindy Focus at 2018 meeting Grace mm. and, and building a beautiful, beautiful partnership and friendship through the love, like the love of dance and the love of dancing with each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that, you know, she's like also half Greek and we just yeah. had a lot, just had yeah. a lot of wonderful moments together. And that, that was the reason that I came to California in 2019 for the first time for Camp Hollywood. Like people yeah. would come yeah. from Berkeley to check out LA and the music, but I came here and I already had, you know, her and her family and the place to stay and through her introduced to her friends and, and the, some of the most pioneer um, dances in the in the so-called community and do the festival so it was it was it was a way where it was a very smooth introduction to 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 me yeah. but uh, I guess besides the, the group of people um, and the places you go and different festivals with them I I think that the most important thing for me besides that has been the attitude that you mm-hmm. have towards um towards the the group of people that you're around when you're attending a festival mm-hmm. so i i have been i have managed to build these friendships and these relationships by being open and being myself at every event that i go not think this is a smaller event or this is a big event and i need to hang out with the cool people and trying to you know prove myself just by being there mm-hmm. and meeting new people and just keeping whatever values and reasons why I choose to dance to any setup, regardless of skill or um, how known is that person or like under no circumstances, basically just being in an event. And there's, um, I got that experience because there were events that I would just go by myself sometimes or go there and knew that I would meet people there from other parts of the world. This is the... The networking part um, that you don't necessarily have to go with your so-called group of people to an event to have your your friends, but individually, if you break it down to the self itself, I managed to have that positive attitude towards every individual occasion, and that's that's how I build um, these these relationships and this this circle of people. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that every time every time I hang out with you, I I can feel how open you are. I think that's one of the reasons I was so drawn to you is because you are so open and you have a heart for people because sometimes I think it's easy to tell when someone doesn't have a heart for others, right? Yeah, yeah. And um I feel like in the swing dance scene you know, we're all pretty open. We're all really kind. The nature of the dance is joy, right? So a lot of people feel joy, but the community is a community of humans. And so sometimes that can be a little hard to find, right? So like the reason why I bring that up is on the flip side, what are some things that you wish you could have seen more in the Lindy Hop scene as a whole? Not like a particular one, but just like the Lindy Hop scene. Yeah. Well, that's funny that you said human because I really was going to, you know, if we flip the coin, started off, well, we are humans. Yeah. If you take a large amount of humans and put them together, whether <laughs> together or just together as like the concept of community, however far away, yeah. um, there are those little things that come out 
Mm -hmm. we we are you know we are humans and there there are certain certain things that us as humans have and there are some really amazing things and there's some things that you know might be a little less amazing um and I mean I I can speak a little bit on that and like I'll pass the baton over um to you um there's there's a few different areas and i think the wonderful part of this community is that we want to grow and be as the best we could be mm -hmm. um, and i think that's really where like i'll be speaking into is is things that we can we can really use to like launch us into being the best you know and most inviting community um, but speaking upon the, the the humanness, like as as humans, a lot of the time our ego will feed a lot of things. And there's the ego that's like, oh, I'm awesome, I'm amazing. But then there's the ego that's literally just the voice in our head that rules things. You know, mm. that we don't, it's not ourselves, but it's the voice in our head that you know drives us sometimes when we're not conscious. Yeah. Um, and those, two, I mean, you know, they kind of play off each other. So there can be. Um, a bit of ego um at play and there's some places that it's not as strong but um here in here in socal i've experienced um a bit of the ego running sometimes the community and the scene mm. uh, and and having that be you know whether you you know you actually achieve your to be a great dancer and then you know forgetting that you used to be a beginner and forgetting that you used to maybe not have a strong knit you know people around you and mm. and forgetting that part of the community and just going off with the you know the great dancers and you're in this scene and that's where you know we kind of said clicky a little bit earlier that's kind of where it would lean a little clicky is you you know and it's so easy once you achieve something to forget you know that 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 part um of the community still needs to be nurtured right that we don't leave it behind just because we're not there anymore. Um, yeah. And, and um, you know, just because we've reached a certain level. Um, so there, there's, there can be a little bit of the ego and the clickiness um, at play, like in most communities. Um, and then for me, as somebody that's new, um, I noticed a lot and I'm also very, um, just observant and like to kind of sit back sometimes and just take things in yeah. um, that let's say I didn't have Dimitri on, I came here mm -hmm. and came to my, this first social dance and continue to come. Um, I don't know if right now I would have the people I'm friends with. Mm. I think I might still be over in that corner with all the beginners that don't get to speak to the people that dance continuously and they don't get mm -hmm. to dance with them. And there's only about two dancers I can think of and their leads um, that go and venture off into the other parts of the dance room um, mm -hmm. and go and they welcome people um, from other parts and they still ask them to dance regardless of their other skill level. And I think that's something we, we need more of here in SoCal is to you know really as an open community that wants to raise everybody up you know spend a little bit of time going over to people and letting them know energetically because i mean you, you you don't have to go up to everybody like hi you are welcome here like they understand it energetically mm -hmm. um luckily people come back it's not that they're not welcome but to 
what kept me really going and wanting to improve and wanting to keep going is that I was fortunate enough to have be welcomed to an, an extent to have people want to dance with me. Um, and I think that's something we, we could use a little bit more of. And I, I think, um, that doesn't have ego involved that person, whoever, whoever I, and I can think of like Patrick right now mm-hmm. off the top of my head, he is so good at, you know, growing and evolving and not losing, um, the, the foundation of, of the community that, you know, there's people coming and entering that are beginners and not thinking Mm -hmm. he might be, you know, gotten to a certain point where he's too good and doesn't want to have a bad dance. You know, of course it's, it's fun to dance with people that are, you know, that challenge you. Um, but how good are you making somebody feel and how good does that make you feel to know that you are able to, you know, have people want to be in this community for the long run, um, And be a good a good person in this community and a good influence, and have those people learn from that instead mm. of learn from a place of ego, and then they take that with them. Mm. But really learn from a place of of example. This is how the community is, and this is what you know. This is the love we share, and we we don't accept, you know, not accepting people, and we don't accept, um, you know, forgetting where you came from, and we accept raising each other up. We accept support. We accept you know, support that defies dance, you know, mm-hmm. we accept you as all that you are. And, and um, we want you to grow, and we want to grow with you. Yeah. And we want to be the best versions of ourselves. We want to hold each other accountable. You know, all of these things, I think, are, are what we all want, and what we could use um, a lot more of. Um, and just finish it off that, that it really took me coming to dance by myself for people to realize, oh, and I said this earlier, like, oh, you're your own person and let's talk to you. Because mm. for so long, there's, you know, there, when we, I'm going to use Lindy Groove as an example because it has little sections. Yeah. And, and it's the little sections and even where people put their stuff, it's little sections. And yeah. for so long, I, I didn't feel like I could go put my things or go enter the place that you know, the good dancers go put their belongings or mm. they chill in between dances until I think, you know, and you were a really big part in having me realize, oh, I'm, you know, I'm actually wanted here and accepted here. And, and it's, you know, for me and not, mm. not with through Demetrio, it's through myself and mm. you come over and say, hi, put your stuff down here. And, um, you know, that doesn't mean anything. You can put your stuff on the completely other side of the room. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's really just like almost a little metaphor in itself um, that it did. It took um, a while for that. And the other, the other, you know what? Now I'm about to be done in two seconds. <laughs> the other thing is that, you know, if I right now was like the best dancer in SoCal and if I was getting, you know, teaching in Europe and I'm winning all the competitions, you know, there would be a level of, um, of community around me that I don't have at the moment. Yeah. Um, And that's something that I, you know, the ego drives into. And sometimes it can sadden me to think that, oh, if I was, you know, if I walked into this room and I was the best dancer, if I was like an invitational dancer or like, you know, just in advance winning all the, winning all the competitions that I would be sought after. And I'm not sought after necessarily in that way. And I think it shouldn't be one based on the other. And now that you're a certain level of, you know, dancer that, you know, everybody wants to be with you and dance with you. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 it is like that. Um, 
And I think that, you know, if we use all the things I just said before to make us an even stronger community, that won't necessarily be as, as significant as it is now. Definitely, definitely. I definitely hear you on that for sure, which is one of the reasons why I have so much respect for Vicky and Lance who run Lindy Groove because they try to make a point to make beginners feel welcome, the jam yeah. at the end and how much they're very intentional about that. I always, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lance, like if you're new, Lance will come, like he will seek you out to dance with you, um, which I, I think is awesome. Yeah, Demetra? Uh, I'll... I'll I'll keep it short. I I definitely I definitely agree uh, with Taylor on the things that she said. Uh, the thing that I want to point out is change of perspective. Because mm. I pull up numerous examples, but I want to stretch out the the whole feeling of um, being able to have some moments where you know you might win a competition and um or dance with um, a very famous around the community dancer and people see that and then people walk up to you and they either congratulate you or they want to dance with you and at that point me like myself or an another any other person has a choice to make they 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 have to choose based on how they feel uh about their person about that person and their intentions what is what is the reason they they walked up to them mm. they walked up to me so you just you just kind of like filter it in a way that okay even if that's the case and that person walked up to me because i won a competition or for any other reason or they feel um they want to gain something out of me or whatnot what is my choice? How how do I handle that? Is that is that a problem for me? Because mm. you're going to get flattered. Like you're going to get flattered because you know it's a feeling of evolution through the dance and you've you've accomplished something. So I think there's a very natural, organic, beautiful satisfaction to to ourselves up until that point. Mm. But mm. I I feel that us by changing our perspectives and being very specific on our intentions and our values that we can take that and take the beautiful parts of it mm -hmm. so you can get that you can get that dance that this person asked you because you want a competition and and let it let it be that thing and i feel if there's a separation there between mm -hmm. getting the, the benefits out of that and still you know being able to feel that that uh satisfaction for the moment and then just kind of let it um uh, flow back into the air and building a friendship and a connection with a person this is this is the most important thing mm. because if i like if i am friends with with patrick i'm not gonna be closer to patrick because patrick won the the amateur at hot ribbon holiday mm. we were actually all cheering and very happy but that didn't change my pers perspective on how I see Patrick in the relationship mm. I have with him. And here's an example. I'm, a, I'm talking the, 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 the memories and thoughts that come into my head is, you know, from the days back in Europe where I had some incredible and very, very well-known international instructors show an interest in me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and that's, 
kick of adrenaline for a short period of time, like during the festival was quite, was quite intense because you had a lot of incredible dancers that are not necessarily international see you hanging out with those people and having that thing. So they would completely get drawn to you and, and you still build a relationship with them, mm-hmm. but you, you have to have that standard set for yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do, do, do I actually want to still build that relationship with that f- person and have that friendship or have that something evolve to something that can be called a friendship mm-hmm. and, and love for each other in your dance. And the clearest way to see that is when you exit that world of being around these internationally acclaimed dancers. Like once that thing is out, I'm no less of a good dancer. Mm-hmm. I'm same dancer that I was, maybe even better because some time passed and we kept evolving. Mm-hmm. But did did that thing change? Did that perspective of people and how they perceive you and how they reach out to you and how supportive they are to you or whatnot change because they don't see you around anymore with these famous dancers? And mm-hmm. to me, if I'm in a good state of being and confident and have you know faith in myself and in the values that I have as a dancer if that something like that occurs then I'm just gonna filter it and weed it out and literally understand that okay that's that proves my theory that that person was you know there and had that affection towards me literally because I had these uh, relationships in this interactions with very well renowned dancers around the community mm-hmm. so, just, so for me like it doesn't devalue me or it doesn't do anything poisonous poisonous to myself it yeah. just reveals the true nature of the other person so i feel if we wait long enough people always do reveal their their true intentions so mm-hmm. for for the the cliqueiness and all that kind of stuff I, this is this is my point of view and I feel it's coming from from a point that that I've I've been around for a while I've been dancing I have friends that I know and pe- people around the community so it's not that I'm gonna go somewhere and I'm gonna see that clicky thing and I'm not gonna be involved or included in it and I'm gonna get sad or not have a proper joyful experience during the festival because then the other values the values of going there and and meeting the new people and inviting everybody and just being open to meeting new people regardless of their level or their skill is what's going to get me through the event and this is mm. end up getting the most out of it because because you don't you don't need that like it's not that you're going to go somewhere and I'm going to talk to somebody and trying to get their attention because they're international acclaimed dancers like I never felt the need to do such thing. I love, I love Jeremy Arth's dancing. Like I, like I love it. There's, mm. I mean, all so many times just literally sitting and watching him yeah. dance for like over a year right now. And I'll be honest, like I didn't know him before coming to California, you know, but I love about him is that he's a social dancer and he's, mm. and he's going to take any follow and have the best dance. And mm. he, he has this, this joyful thing to him. It took me a whole year to just say something to to him, to just even walk up to him and, you know, through a conversation, just 
being able to express that thing. And it finally happened now at, at Hot Rhythm Holiday. Mm. You know, two, two weeks ago, we were just talking about music because, you know, he picked up the piano and he he has like respect for my playing and I I have respect for his. And we just, through a music conversation, we ended up at that. But but I already value him. And I I'm, when I'm saying these things, I'm saying these things from complete an honest point of admiration and mm. respect that I have nothing to gain to a point where I'm going to be Jeremy. Oh, like I love your style, man, whatever, to trying to get to teach at Atomic or whatever. Like I just, I, like I always believe in the organic way of building relationship. That's truly have to start from love and appreciation for what that person is doing, mm. regardless of their status. Mm-hmm. So this is this kind of concludes for me the the clicky the clicky part because as yeah. far as the as far as the um as far as the welcoming and uh, being more nurturing I I completely agree with Taylor but I'm mm. gonna say only one thing to my defense and that I know from people that I've <laughs> that I have spoken with you no know, in Europe and you know sometimes. You know, you go to an event, you teach, you travel, it's a lot. You want to, you know, you might not even like stay for the late night. There's just some times that you want to go there for an hour mm-hmm. and dance with your friends and hang out. So it's not something where I feel newer dancers should take it from a point of, oh, he's too good and he doesn't want to dance with me. Sometimes right, you right. just want to hang out with your friends. And so I feel everything is about perspective and how well you communicate it. And if yeah. you're true to these values and put a little bit of a, of a conscious uh, mind to it and say, Hey, I'm going to take this first hour and just dance with people that I don't know. And mm. I actually got this idea from a friend uh, after talking with him at focus that he said that in an event, he takes one, one night or one set or, he mentioned something like that, that he takes a good chunk of the event and like one, I think it was at focus. It was an entire evening, that entire evening, somebody, a friend just walked up to him and said, Hey, would you like to dance? And he said, I'd love to, but not tonight. Tonight I'm only dancing with people that I've never danced before. So the idea of consciousness and setting your mind, something like a clear intention Mm -hmm. can, can definitely put you in, in, on, on, um, unexplored territories yeah dancing with with these people and you know that intention is behind it and um i think this is the best way to make the most out of it because you're just going to go and enjoy the dance and by the end of the night you'll have 30 or 40 new people that you have danced with so i think it's a beautiful thing man that's amazing i we need more of that that's what i'm 100 stealing that for sure that yeah. is incredible. I, I freaking love that. And I think that I think it's also powerful what you said, though, about like sometimes people who are either working or event or who are those really good dancers, they put in 20 years of dancing with everyone. And they're at a point in their life where they're like, when I go out dancing, that's time to quality time for me and my friends. Right. We also always operate along the concept of no one's entitled to a dance. But I love how you said it's all about your perspective and how you approach it, right? I think that's powerful. That's very, very, very powerful. Like I feel like it, I, I feel that if you do that and you go out as Andre on Thursday and you say, 
I'm going to take that one hour of my time and mm. dance with new dancers. But in your back of your head, you're like thinking, I'm a great dancer and I'm doing you a favor. You're mm. already doing, like you are already starting with the worst possible intentions. Mm. Of course, a, a, a beginner dancer appreciating you taking the time uh, to, you know, sometimes like, thank you at the end of the dance and be like, oh my God, like, thank you for dancing with me and stuff. You didn't have to do that. I'm like, yeah, it's true. I didn't have to do that. Like, I want to do it. So the compliment, if it comes at the end, is very well much appreciated. But mm. I'm not walking up to you to dance with you to let you know that you should be thankful that I'm dancing with you. Yeah. Like, I do not want to be perceived or considered upon intentions of any sort. Yeah. Kind of sort of intentions. Because I, I feel it's 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 wrong. It's like the worst way to go out and start um building that that enhancement of the community yeah and i feel like one of the one of the benefits of people dancing with everyone is you just make the community bigger and you make people feel more welcome i definitely remember like when i was starting out the good people asked me to dance i was like oh wow they asked me to dance i felt so welcome and they did it so genuinely that was one of the reasons why i kept dancing and why i traveled to events which actually is a perfect segue into closing us down here in the next uh, five minutes but uh i was curious for both of you for the rest of the year what events are you both planning to go to you go you share i've been talking for so long um okay um i definitely i think we'll probably go back to austin for the windy exchange Austin. Okay. Which was in september this year september um shout out to austin community they're freaking awesome yeah um and that's why i want to go back um and um i don't think i don't think camp i have hollywood okay yeah camp hollywood mm -hmm. um minor swing comes is this weekend, this weekend. yeah uh this we'll weekend. we'll try to i think we're gonna go on saturday night um mm -hmm. so that's gonna be Before a really like great time. weekend i think um and i think that wraps it up for me honestly I mean, oh no, swing dependence in uh July 4th. Yeah, Arizona. Oh, yeah, in 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 Phoenix. The most yeah, we're crazy, gonna be spoil. Yeah, we're gonna um, That's the I craziest. I think that'll be great. And um, also incredible community, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. What about you? Shout out to Daphne and Karen, baby. Daphne! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, much, 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 much love to both of them and, and Kevin, my brother in Austin, yeah. who took the best care of us um uh since i'm uh not working a regular job at the time i have more sessions and uh gigs here and there i will be doing a few more events i'm going next weekend to houston for lindy fest and nice. uh, uh at the end of the month um from the dayton smackdown where we we won with uh, marina the first yeah day. marina you and marina yeah yeah, the the one of the prices they were offering is Knoxville. So I'm I'm starting to really love the Midwest community. I think it's such a great, great little swarm of small yeah. communities that just show up, yeah, and throw down, and you know they're some of them are still kind of building up like their level. Like there's a lot of like moving waves of new dances and stuff, but. Uh, the hard knocks yeah that's gonna be good it's out in knoxville tennessee 
So I'll be doing that. And then uh, April will be full of events. I'll be working at all three of them. The one is in uh, uh, New Orleans is the the throwdown showdown with Amy. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Amy. Next weekend um, is DCLX in yep. uh, uh, Washington. And the weekend after that, it's uh, Ball Week uh, in New York, where I'll be volunteering for all of these. And um it was it would have been a, just a great time for me to be out there in, in New York and uh, then coming back in New York for uh, ILHC, which is the perfect opportunity to see all my European friends after so hey, many years. Yeah. So looking forward to that and the new venues and everything. And uh, yeah, the, the things that we're going to do with Taylor, uh, uh, Swing Dependence, Camp Hollywood, Austin, and then uh, I think for the first time uh, they are doing an event in St. Louis, which is supposed to replace uh, uh, Never Nevermore, Never which is about the yeah. Get them, right? yeah, it's an event I always wanted to go, but I think it's not going to be happening for a little bit. So I think that will be something that we could do together because uh, we've never been to St. Louis, and it would be nice to to go and hopefully conclude the year with um lindy focus but uh there is a probability for me to be back back home for christmas yeah where i haven't been in greece for maybe snow snowball maybe snowball nice. yeah and for the, for the first time but uh for now it's only u.s events and i think this is this is going to be like probably my my busiest year in america of 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 traveling to to events which i'm very excited about nice well you guys will see me at uh gateway get down i think i can say this um i'm actually teaching Ooh. there amy and i are teaching there oh hell yeah brother oh, yeah yeah snaps, snaps. <laughs> all right well we have about a minute left so i'm gonna put all of demetrio's information his um his instagram links to Spotify, YouTube, everything in the comments. But all right, so to wrap things up, uh, the last thing that I wanted to ask, which I always ask all of my guests is, what is a message you wanna leave for any Lindy Hoppers that are listening? Um, I would say, um, in like relish in the joy of dance at the end of the day it is just a dance and we are so lucky to get to do something that brings us so much joy um and focus on that and um i would also say that you know we continue to be the best person you can be and spread that um throughout the community um and you know, talk about the important things that there are to talk about. Because um, if you talk about it with one person and, and they maybe talk about it with somebody else, that's more than it was before. Um, and, you know, raise the people up, um, you know, the people that you know and the people that you don't know. Um, and we, the more we raise, the more people we get to dance with, the more people we get to be friends with. Um, and just, just really keep keep the sacred part of this and whatever it is it's special for everybody keep that sacred and keep doing that and um and this will thrive so 
That's what I have to say. Nice. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> well, um, my my message has to do a little bit with with awareness and um, just do your homework, people. Just do your homework. This is not our dance. Um, we 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 are we are very lucky to be a part of this dance. There has been a lot of a lot of awareness and a lot of conversations and a lot of uh mindfulness now and um bringing a lot of people in the community who truly need to be in the community from mm. from from the roots people with knowledge people with values and people with experience that have such a more well-rounded opinion mm. and um and can can speak about this dance and start um bringing um bringing it to the 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 true the true essence of it and um people people like latasha and through the collective voices i feel there's so much work that needs to be done and um in the whole way of why we do this dance and I feel it's it's not in my it's not in my place to to say, but the homework we do through the music and through the origins and knowing the dances, knowing the history, knowing knowing what that thing came from and where did it start and why did it start and it's not stay as shallow as the gap commercial or whatever. Mm. A lot of people, whatever new people who come into the community think that that thing came from. And I'm not marketing my myself as an instructor. I I believe I am a good dancer and I have things to share, but it's not it's not for me to say. The mm. part that I'm gonna do is trying to share as many of these things that I know, but as a teacher, you have their responsibility because the new people and the students are learning from you. So they are going to learn from whatever you tell them. So it's, it's, it's my, my duty to send them to the right resources. So they know that I'm just, I'm just an outlet, but they're going to learn and get all this information from, from, from the roots. And that has to do, it's a, that has to do with the culture it has to do with the culture of feeling of the music and the dance and the culture and where is it coming from and all the aspects of it coming together. We're not showing up, dressing up nice and think that that's about it. And some people are going to do that and they're going to be completely fine with it. But I'm not, I'm not forcing anybody to do anything. That's not how it works. It's more of do your homework know where that thing is coming from it will put things into perspective and eventually at the end your benefit will be that you will be a better dancer but this is not our dance we're, we're borrowing it we are we are guests in it and we are experiencing that love and all of these beautiful memories and building friendships that last for life mm. through something that is not hours so not discouraging everybody 
or anybody to stop doing that but do do your homework know where that thing is coming from and and uh, i think this is this is kind of where the community is is going right now and i feel it has really been elevated after the pandemic that a lot of this awareness started to come and it was almost like a blessing for that thing to start weeding out and shaking up things and creating uncomfortable conversations and bringing things in the surface and having people talk and bring awareness and and i feel this is such an important thing right now that my message is that do the homework go and read ask people ask around and trying to find out as much as information about that thing as you can and not by wikipedia watch the old clips learn from these clips okay and not from a from a dancer that goes viral on tiktok or you know like very very oriented through platforms just go back to the roots and ask people who are like been here longer and been around to guide you to material to watch read the autobiographies of, of frankie of norma of all the important dancers that are no longer around but contributed so much do that research and not just in swing dancing how this dance started like through through broadway through the shows through tap dancers through it all started there and mm-hmm. do 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 that even even the documentary of ken burns on jazz yeah uh, which you might you know if you find that somewhere you can throw a link of that as well mm-hmm. it starts from back in new orleans like at the turn of the century it it goes back it's a jazz documentary but dance has a very big uh, chunk of time in the second and third episode with like Duke and big bands. And like, so I think the part from the beginning, even before Louis Armstrong with Buddy Bolden in New Orleans, up until, yeah. up until like after the war, where we have like bebop and the whole thing is being shaken again. This is a very important thing that swing dancing and Lindy Hop and the big bands and the popular music of the time is really thoroughly covered there. So just just do your research. Being curious about that is is going to take you way further than just showing up and learning from whoever is teaching at that time. Be curious, doubt, question, and um, trying to find the the most authentic um, aspect of that dance. This is my message. Yeah, that is so 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 true, and I can't think of a better way yeah. to wrap up the podcast than with that message right there. Shout out to Andre, everybody. Uh, Thank you. But I, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's very powerful. And I appreciate you both uh, for coming on and talking about very important things, very powerful things. That I think listeners are going to be able to take home and really sit with and digest. So I appreciate you both for coming on last minute too. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And thank you do for one, doing this. We have to do one about you. Where can we talk about you? <laughs> <laughs> Paul already did a podcast about me. It's on his, uh, I think it's on his Twitch. I don't remember, but it yeah. All right. Yeah, no, no, no. I think, yeah, no, no, no. We'll see. But yeah, I appreciate you both. Um, just so everyone knows, I'll be putting all of Demetrio's music and um, any other things that uh, you can so you can find him and other instagrams and whatnot um Taylor, i don't know if you want to put your stuff in there but it may or may not be there 
but uh, it's all going to be in the Instagram in the description down below. If you haven't, please subscribe to our YouTube and follow us on Instagram or Spotify. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Demetrio Taylor, you both are lovely. Stick around real quick as I stop the recording. And uh, everyone have a wonderful day. Thank yeah. you. Thank, Thank you. you.